0: If you lose this recording and I tell you my life story twice,
1: you'll be pissed off.
0: No, it'll just be worse the second time. Yeah,
1: we don't have a backup recording going, but I'm gonna who be... needs a backup. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, I typically don't do backup recordings.
0: Have you had a mishap? One time with who?
1: Well, <laughs> my friend Joey. Like I had him on maybe like six months ago mm-hmm. or something. And he, like, we talked for, like, a good 40 minutes about television, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, we talked about Better Call Saul for, like, a long time. We talked about Breaking Bad, just, like, everything. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a break. Good job. You can stop your recording. Uh, I'll come back, like, get a drink. And uh, he's like, oh, shit, I, didn't, I didn't record anything. <laughs> and, like... Totally, like, how he said it, it was, like, like how you make the snide joke. Like, oh, shit, I didn't record anything. And I'm, like, huh, funny. But he's, like, nah, dude, I'm serious. I didn't record anything. <laughs> so, uh, it happened one time, and then we just, like, just like rehashed it, the conversation.
0: Well, it and sounds we like it would be a lesser version of the Farron television conversation. Yes. Did you listen to that? The Farron one? Yeah. Yeah. It was a good one. I didn't know Fran likes TV that much.
1: He does, yeah. Fran's, Fran's a big TV guy. Fran, are you listening to me right now?
0: <laughs> we'll see.
1: <laughs> I uh, So, this is, this is kind of funny. So, before I... So, I had Carson on, mm-hmm. like, a few weeks ago. Um, and he, like, it was a great conversation. He, like, hit me up maybe, like, a few episodes into like me doing it and he was like you this is great like i can tell how much like your speaking is improving like awesome good for you and i'm like took a note of that i'm like definitely want to have him on eventually um and we had a little conversation before um just like he some people are more comfortable sharing personal things some people aren't And he was just like, yeah, So like some stuff I don't want to talk about. If something comes up, like you can edit it out or whatever. And he's like.
0: Carson really did not want to talk about his time in the mob.
1: (laughs) Yeah. he was Well, Uh, which is
0: understandable because like they'll come after you. And Carson, we're going to keep that under wraps. Don't worry.
1: I was going to say the Yakuza for a second. (laughs) But that's That's, Japan. That's (laughs) that's Japan.
0: Come on. Come on. But I didn't say it. I said I was. You said it though. You said it. All right. (laughs)
1: <laughs> anyway, anyway all right <laughs> um and then carson kind of gave me an example before of like something that like he wouldn't say and he's like i totally wouldn't have said the stuff about zackis's class that you did uh because me and me and Ferran talked about it and we were like we uh, there was this guy oscar <laughs> mm-hmm. that like was in our class and we were just fawning over Zachis the whole year and like we like threw this guy oscar was like like, going overseas back home to Nepal. And we, like, threw him a going-away party. But it was totally just, like, so his would like us. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Carson was just like, yeah, like, I wouldn't have said that. And I'm like, it had me thinking, well, yeah. Yeah, I don't really care. It's okay.
0: (laughs) I hope she listens. She doesn't. It's okay. No. It's okay that she doesn't. It's a lot of time. A podcast is a lot of time to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I... I don't know. I think if she listened to the Fran episode, I would have felt a little strange. You would have probably. felt icky. I think I did. Like say she was my first love on that episode.
0: That's natural. Yeah. If you're like a 23 year old teacher, 25 year old teacher, <laughs> yeah. who's like attractive, uh-huh. you got to know that like teenage boys are gonna like yeah. have a crush on you, yeah, or teenage girls are gonna have a crush on the history teacher,
1: right? It's how it goes. It's part of it's the. It's how it goes. Lee's talked about that. Yeah. she's had like some moments it was like like one time she like took off like a sweater to not i mean she was wearing like a shirt underneath but like uh and like she saw some like kids eyes go like <laughs> 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 anyway um welcome back to innocence lost uh finally have nick Stalin on
0: finally welcome i mean i'm kind of on all the time with the garden yes just yes. in a more peripheral secondary yes. class
1: yeah the the backup show.
0: The backup show. <laughs> that like, but I feel more pressure now.
1: Yeah. I feel like this is the one. This is the main stage. Yeah. And this is your Yeah, this is your episode.
0: Who knows? I will note that it's been a while to get to me. It has. You went through <laughs> a random a random author who paid you a hundred bucks, didn't yeah, you? Yeah,
1: <laughs> an unreleased episode. But oh unreleased? Yeah, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> we can cut that out.
0: But we made it to you. We're
1: saving the best for last. Sure. Mm-hmm. um yeah marco made a comment because i had him on very late too mm-hmm. and he made a comment in the episode that was like i'm better late than never huh what was his
0: comment it was so, did i forget he, exactly was, he said it in the episode was his though. comment yeah like uh like like uh like <laughs> uh like you know like. i just feel like like it's pretty late to like have me on like don't you think like yeah. I'm very conscious now because Marco pointed that out in his episode Yeah, and I really don't want to say ums and likes. Yeah, I feel like if you count prior to my Marco bit, I probably have a good amount though. Yeah, probably. Are you going to think about it now? Sure. All right. For yeah. like five minutes and then it'll go out of my head.
1: Let's try and go as long as we can. You say um a lot. Yeah. Let's try and go as long as we can without saying um or like starting now.
0: See, that was a good sentence you said, because I feel like you could have gone. I did just say, um, or I did just say like, I did just say like, but it was, I feel like, which is a a little different.
1: And that, yeah, that's like a... That's, see, that (laughs)
0: that one, that one was not different. That was the prime example of a... You were using a
1: phrase. I was
0: using a phrase. Yeah. Granted, a weak phrase. A weak phrase. I probably shouldn't be using it, but... All right, this is stupid. Yeah, we're going pretty strong now. I would say I haven't used the word. You just like
1: did. Yeah, but uh, since that S- one, I haven't.
0: Oh, sorry, you're thirty thirty <laughs> words in. Yeah, thirty day thirty words without using like inappropriately. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep thinking about it. But anyway, uh, how does it feel to be on? It feels good. It feels. Uh, I I feel a lot of pressure being mm-hmm. here. Uh, Why is that? I don't know. Feels uh, when you're when you're on Innocence Lost and you listen to all the other episodes and you've you hear these very intense stories. Some of them aren't that intense, but some of them are are very like memories of childhood, uh, influential moments in friendships, and it feels very high stakes to tell your own story. And then I think about my own past, and I feel like. I feel that I don't have the strongest memory of my childhood. Mm. Um, I think that's something I'm a little self-conscious about, my own gotcha. memory. Yeah, me too. I, I think that there's a certain aspect of my life that was growing up very, uh, very sheltered, but in not a bad way. Like, I, I lived in St. Charles, Illinois. It was, it was a very great existence to be a kid, but at the same time, it, nothing... I I don't have milestones to track my life besides like school years or I don't know. I don't have specific traumas. I don't have specific life events to anchor memories to. And I think that that leads to a very uh, ambiguous idea of your childhood where you think of small little details and you think about like I, I have this one memory of my childhood of like playing in the forest it's not a forest it's like 15 trees between the field at potawatomi park the parking lot field and the zimmers old house there's like a row of trees there and i had this swiss army knife and i would like slice down little uh little branches off the trees to try and like make a fort that's really the the memory that i think about that's core childhood that i like don't have any I don't really have many memories like that, but that one is so specific. And I think that uh, coming on here, I'm trying to think of more, and it's a little stressful.
1: Well, I feel like naturally in conversation, we'll, we'll get to some things. All right, that's good. A- it's good that I have someone to dig
0: them up. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I feel like I know a lot of things about you um, that I can dig up as well. Uh, things that you may have forgotten about yourself. I and I feel like not. vice versa. To me, maybe we'll see. Um, but um, but yeah, I feel like in general, similar to uh, we, we were kind of talking. We tried to put an embargo on our conversation before we hopped on because I feel like we were we were wasting a lot of good content. Um, well, I feel like
0: this is important context for some people. Like we live together.
1: Yes, we live together,
0: um, and we have lived together for the past year and change.
1: Year and change yes and what i was just saying um a little while ago was kind of with this show um i feel like if you listen to the, the michael rogman episode like mm-hmm. the first episode i put out
0: that's the first episode
1: uh liam actually Ra- rog was the first episode i recorded but liam was the first one I. this is really good
0: yeah so i remember where i wa- i remember what i was doing when i listened to that episode mm. i was going to COVID test for a show nice. and i was walking past some like canal and I was listening to Rog's. Yeah. And it was very, that was a very good episode.
1: Yeah. Rog, Rog's great. And I feel like we talk every once in a while. And he always, he get, every time. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to call you out, Rog. You got, you got to get, get the gear. I mean, like we talk every like once in a while. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm thinking about just buying this podcasting gear tonight. Uh, do it right now. You're listening right now. Hop off. Fill an Amazon cart. Get that gear. Hey,
0: Michael Rogman, listen to me right now baby i want to hear your sultry voice in my ear as i ride the subway i want to hear your voice in my ear before i go to sleep i want to hear your insights on the world and i can't do that if you don't buy that podcasting equipment just do it
1: and i'm only saying this because of like you just said of everyone i feel like i've had on rog I feel like has the most potential to be just like a great podcast host. I agree. Like I don't, I, when I was in college, I wasn't on much and that's just kind of how I started. And the only reason I'm on this thing is because it's just like, I didn't really have anyone to be a host. Um, and like, yeah, I don't really, I don't know. I feel like I've gotten better at it, but um, yeah, my ideal world would be producing a podcast podcast with michael rogman he, he's a good host
0: you know it's a bit of a slight to paris and i your your co-host oh, yeah. on different shows <laughs> but <laughs> hey that's okay that's okay i agree michael rogman would be a great
1: yeah host. yeah but i was bringing that one up because i remember spending yeah not like a ridiculous amount of time but a good hour maybe jotting things down memories i had of him questions i wanted to ask him kind of like a whole little like arc of how i wanted the episode to go basically Mm -hmm. um and ever since that i feel like it's been like a steady kind of decline as far as how much like i've prepared for shows and i feel like that's in part because i'm getting more natural at it i'm getting better at it i just like know what I want to bring up. I know like when I want to bring it, bringing it up. Um, and also a little bit more of just like, I, I've done this for a while now. Um, this was a great quarantine show. I feel like I've been saying that in the last couple episodes, like really served its purpose for the quarantine when we were on Zoom. And I really just wanted to catch up with my friends. Um, but yeah, at this point, quarantine's over. Um, I've gone through every one in my life that like, I, I'm
0: going to be really awkward for whoever you forget.
1: I know. I know. I've thought about that too. Like, yeah, I don't know. I've gone through everyone in my life that I just like think about is just, I'm in touch with for one, like everyone I've had on, I am talking to at least once a month, I would say. Some sort of text message, some sort of phone call. Um, and everyone I've had on, I have, I've had strong experiences with. And like, strong bonds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've gone through them all.
0: So, at this point, I'm just... I'm just gonna throw you a bone here. You've gone through all the ones you can think of. Yeah, all the ones I can That's think of. That's in case you forgot someone.
1: Yes um <laughs> yeah but it's at this point 26 episodes I that's think? crazy yeah
0: i didn't know it was that many
1: it's been on uh, two it's, years mm, a year
0: a year yeah so pretty consistently every other week
1: yeah it's it, it's been out every other week except for two weeks ago when i don't know i just didn't feel like it i was good i didn't like line up a guest and i was gonna like go on by myself and talk
0: I'm like I'm not going to do that.
1: I'm not not Bill Burr. Um, Have you ever listened to Bill Burr's podcast? I've listened to like clips. He just talks for two hours, like every day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but you're not from Boston,
1: and I'm not. Yeah, I'm not Bill Burr, but, um, but yeah, and here we are with you, the last guest.
0: Oh my god. Uh huh.
1: Pressure a little higher
0: now? Oh it's it's it was already high. So where are we? Set the scene.
1: We are in Brooklyn, New York, uh, in Bushwick. We have we're we're on like third floor of a three story walk up.
0: Yeah, our apartment's the third floor, and the mine's my room. We're in my room, right? Um, which is the fourth? Like it's like a walk up to my room.
1: Yeah, it's like a little, yeah, little, little attic, attic situation. Yeah. And we got a little, we got a little view of the skyline in the background. The sun just set, Yes. probably like ten minutes ago. Fitting, right? Very fitting. Um, we just ate a lot of food. I like made probably like my most like comforting meal. I'd say like my most comforting meal and the meal that brings me back to childhood the most.
0: It's a very blonde meal.
1: Yeah mashed potatoes mac and cheese ideally it'd be steak but we had chicken because i was tiny pinching a little bit um and and some sort of canned vegetable
0: we had green beans yeah
1: and it was very good i'm happy to be full um and yeah so we just ate that watched some basketball um with our boy dash, another early episode he was like episode three or four mm-hmm. um and yeah, and now we're here. It's like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. Eight, 8 15. 8 15. Um, Sunday, April 17th. April 17th, 2022.
0: That's a good scene set.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah. What's up,
0: dude? With me? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, I have work in the morning. Uh, I'll be there at 7.30, uh, which is not terrible. Uh, I have two days left on Manifest. I worked on the season four of Manifest this year. Um, And I am done with it after two days. Uh, I'm not coming back for the second half of the season. Um, There was going to be a break, and then they'll join. But I'm hopping on to the good fight uh, on Paramount+. Plus, Uh, (laughs) Which is... I don't know. I haven't seen the show very much. But I was The Good Fight was like the first show that I really additionaled on that I that I was a PA on starting out. So it's good to come back now that I sort of know more what I'm doing and I'm doing a little bit more for them. So sorry, I was pausing for the yeah. radio. Um so yeah, I'm at a transition point in terms of career stuff. Not a significant transition, but a transition indeed project to project yeah um i am waiting on my laundry to be dry mm-hmm. i am probably gonna call my mom my dad my grandma after recording this actually i already talked to my mom because um, it's easter sunday it is e- well also uh, sure he has risen yeah. uh praise be but more so just to call them um yeah nice Um, cool. Are you excited for, um, the good fight in general? I am. I, I'm getting to do like, there's like, so for the past year and change, I've been a production assistant in TV and film, but mostly TV in New York. There's a lot of TV. It's mostly TV production in New York, um, but it's a similar system. Uh, and so, um, I've been a production assistant for the past, like year and two months, month or so. Um, and how it works is uh, there's additional PAs, which are, if you ever look at a, a, a scene in New York and there's a street and it's empty, it's because there's an additional PA on the corner telling people, excuse me, sir, uh, do you mind just waiting one minute? We're, we just, we're filming a TV show here. Uh, if you could just wait one minute for me. That's my pitch. Um, and then they're like... I gotta get to work, we don't fucking care, and so on and so forth. Um, So that's what an additional PA does in a nutshell, uh, among other things. And then there's staff PAs who uh, work with getting the actors ready, getting the background ready, um, getting uh, people their walkie-talkies, getting uh, everything in the morning ready, like a key PA. And then there's a paperwork PA who keeps track of everything that happened that day, notes it down, keeps track of who's going to work the next day, notes that down for the ADs. And I'm going to be the paperwork PA on uh, The Good Fight. Um, I was a background PA on Manifest. Um, background PA is fun. I think it's the most exciting of them um, because you get to work with crazy people all the time and old people all the time. I know a bunch of like really old, crazy people. I love this old Polish woman named Elena. She's like She doesn't speak any English but I fucking love her. She's so cute. She's like four feet tall, Polish, doesn't speak any English. And she's like, okay, Nick. And then she goes away. I tell her, Um, and it's great. I love Elena. She's
1: just a lady that lives around the area? No, she's just a background actress. Oh, she's a background actress. She's a background
0: actress. (laughs) She's the best. She's the best. Um, And yeah, you get to work with kids a lot. Um, There's these two cute little photo double uh, kids we have for our show. Are like four years old i love them they're so cute um yeah you get to work with a lot of weird and interesting and cool people uh doing background first team uh, i've done a little bit which is with the actors it's interesting it's kind of easy um it's a little cushy i like it though um it's good uh you're working with the actors uh yeah i don't know i like being a pa um it, basically i want to become an assistant director um at least for a little bit which kind of handles everything logistical in uh, a production so um, from getting the actors ready in the morning getting the background ready in the morning timing everything out getting set ready uh, making sure that everything flows kind of being a little bit of a dick to push everyone to keep going so it's kind of like a producer a little bit uh producers more like broad strokes and ad the way it's been described to me and i kind of agree with is that a director directs the actors and the creative side. An AD takes all the logistical things away from the director so they don't have to worry about it and directs the set. An AD is directing the crew. Here, we're going to do this now. Then we're going to do this. Then we're going to do this. Then we're going to do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Whereas the director just gets to focus solely on... Working with the, the actors. Working with the actors yeah. and working with the, the creative vision. Yeah. You know? Um and so a really good AD takes any worries that are logistical away from a director. And I think that going into starting to work, like I had thought maybe I want to direct. And I think that maybe I still do, but I don't want to direct if I have an AD'd, right. is what I've realized. You got to do that first. You don't. It's not really like the traditional route. I just. But think, it makes sense to you. Like I, I work on sets and I see directors who don't really care at all about anything that's logistical and they're not even thinking about it. They'll like have a kid go through hair and makeup Mm. that takes an hour. And then the kid comes to set and then the director's like, I don't like her hair. Let's change it. And that's Mm -hmm. an hour and a half wasted. Right. Uh, And so you have to wait for her to go through and get ready again. And think about you can only have kids so long because of the legal time frame of kids. Mm -hmm. You can only like an hour and a half costs a lot of money. So you're losing out on other things. I don't want to be a director who doesn't understand the consequences of not making decisions. Um, and cool, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to direct. I think I do. Maybe. I think I do. You
1: did in college.
0: I did in college. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm at a point where I'm really happy and content lear- like being on the bottom rung of a big set and learning how it works. I really like having a crew of like 100 200 300 people working on something i think that's really cool and really special um and i think that it's really exciting and i want to learn how every part of that works Uh, and i think i'm very content doing that for the next few years rather than and i think this is an equally fair route rather than going the like very small tiny crew indie route i Mm -hmm. think that's totally like a fine and fair route but it's just more interesting to me right how something huge gets made
1: cool well i I wish you the best of luck with your journey i like it had me kind of thinking about i've done probably like trying to think of like the amount of projects probably like six or seven different projects at this point more jobs because some of them like i do multiple times Mm -hmm. um yeah, I've dealt with a couple of directors who, like like you were just kind of talking about, just kind of, I don't know, didn't really give a shit about me. Um, <laughs> but there's this one guy I'm thinking of. His name is Mike. Mike Bonafiglio or something. He So, like, him and Judd Apatow, like, are kind of, like, co-directing or co-directed at this point. This Carlin doc that's mm-hmm. coming out. Um, and that comes out in May, which I'm, like, really excited to oh, like nice. see it. Um, and this guy, Mike, is, like just the nicest dude ever like he i worked on it like four different maybe like five or six different days total and it was with him every time judd one time which i've talked about on the show he like introduced himself to me and he was like a super nice guy as well but mike like i said my name to him once the first time the next time i was there he's like oh john Nice. So just like little stuff like that. Like he knew me. He like, when there was downtime to small talk, like he would small talk with me. Mm -hmm. He was very like appreciative of like everything I did all day. Um, And yeah. And he gave me his number. He's like, yeah, like hit me up. So yeah, I'll definitely like, once I watch the doc, like I'm going to text him and be Mm -hmm. like, this is great. I'll probably say this. What if it's not? (laughs) Are you going to lie? I don't see myself lying. and Or like, yeah, I, well, I don't know. I think it's gonna be great. Based I think you on, should like, give criticism
0: after it's out. <laughs> they love that.
1: Based on like everything I saw, like it's gonna be really cool. Um, they got like so many amazing people, um, and that like thinking of that had me like want to pivot to a question of like who's like what's like your coolest like celebrity interaction you've had or like your favorite like most memorable.
0: Um. I don't know it's hard because like celebrity is like i don't know i ran first team on a i co-ran first team uh which is like getting the actors ready on an apple tv show on, on on an episode of it just like a tandem episode uh it's it's gonna be called extrapolations i think uh it's coming out on apple tv at some point but our episode had um marianne Cotillard and uh, toby mcguire and they were all uh, Marianne Cotillard is like my favorite actress I've ever worked with, like celebrity, non celebrity, period. She is like the sweetest human being I've ever met. She like would like in her dressing room at night, she would leave little notes of like her uh trash, like and separate it all and be like, Compost please, recycle <laughs> please in like the with like little smiley faces on the note. And she was just like the sweetest person ever and she said something really interesting when she finished filming that she I, I asked how she felt, like on her last day, I asked when we were walking back to her room, how she felt about uh the project now that she was done. And she was saying, Oh, every time I finish a project I read the script again and I think how poorly I did. Uh interesting and just to see how uh how she even she was like self-conscious like one of the best actresses yeah. ever she's like an incredible actress yeah she's like i think i don't know if she's won an oscar but who cares she's better than that
1: the, the, con, the concept alone of like going through the grind of finally finishing a job and like reading it again yeah like is kind of wild American. and
0: she's like so good and then toby mcguire was like very weird and cool i liked him he was like he kind of had a bad rap going in people had said but like i liked him a lot he was super mm-hmm. nice he was very uh he was very funny he was very cool he was like would just like wander off uh and he was he was very cool uh i was like queuing his entrance in a scene so i was like right next to him on a balcony and while the take was halfway through the scene he burst through the balcony right and for the first half of the scene he's just like squatting down on one leg like trying to get me to laugh <laughs> during the day <laughs> and and then he just like and then i'm like okay go with toby and he's and he goes in and he does the scene it was great i don't know but like celebrity is a weird thing because it's like it doesn't matter like they don't it doesn't matter right like i think like it's cool to work with really big name actors but i i think i am more intimidated by working with big name ad's at this point like Uh, or like, I don't know, like, I think that like, I've kind of lost a a bit of, I don't, I don't know if that's, I, I I feel like I do the name droppy thing too much with those two, but they were great. Um, but I, I feel like I am not very intimidated by that. Um, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. I I mean, they're just like, when you talk to them, they're just people like they don't like... There's nothing special there, you know? They're really good at their jobs. Mm-hmm. They're they're very successful. But they're just people. They're nice. Yeah. Being spider- or they're not. Some being, people aren't nice. Being
1: Spider-Man is pretty wild. It definitely, yeah.
0: Yeah, but he's, like, very post-Spider-Man at this well, point. Oh, yeah. He's, like, 20 years post. Yeah. So, like, I feel like... I feel like that does some He's gone through the, like... Does some shit to you. Maybe. I don't, I don't know.
1: know. Just a, a ton of money and fame.
0: Yeah. Like... He was cool, though. I liked him a lot. He was really nice. Um, nice yeah hopefully i don't get fired from future <laughs> jobs for my that. Uh, my favorite um
1: that just popped into my head is it was the first one i actually did it was with nathan lane and matthew broderick mm-hmm. um my favorite thing was like i brought like both of them like it was like separately like into the room like escorted them from their car and mm-hmm. made a little small talk and the first thing like it was it was a shoot at the comedy cellar mm-hmm. and uh louis ck famously performs at the comedy cellar he has throughout the entire thing like i think he performed very shortly after getting like the whole thing came out um and uh, the first thing that um nathan lane like says when he comes into the room he's like he's like shielding his eyes he's like shielding my eyes in case louis ck is jerking off in the corner (laughs) i'm just like lost it in front of (laughs) them I just like cracked up so much um yeah but but anyway yeah I always yeah I get a kick out of it I like feel like I get more giddy about it um than you do um I like yeah I feel like I've had a good amount of them at this point like Yudash was kind of saying that like I like I like asked him the question of like oh like have you like ran into anyone famous like in New York yet and he's like no no I haven't Um, but he's like I I know you have like a lot just like throughout your life because I had the the London thing Mm -hmm. which like I still think about from time to time and like try and if there's like any opportunity to like if Channing Tatum is like brought up or like Kingsman is brought up. You pull up your selfie. Yeah yeah (laughs) because that was yeah that was just something that yeah Celebrity is a
0: really weird thing, Yeah, just in general. It is. Um, I get it, though. Mm -hmm. I I get why it exists. Yes. Um,
1: Nice. So we are 30 minutes in to the show. 33, actually. Wow. Time's flying. So we just talked a good amount about Stellan's little path he's on, which... I think sounds great. I think um, we
0: talked a lot about the upsides. I, I feel like there oh, are some significant downsides.
1: Yeah. There. Yeah, there are. He, Stellan works a lot.
0: I, a yeah. lot. It kind of sucks at times. Yeah. Like, I I feel like right now I'm working like 70-ish hours a week, give or take. Usually a little more. So like 14-hour days, five days a week. Um, Which sounds like a lot, because it is. Um, and it kind of sucks. It's like... But it's – the way it – it kind of sucks and it kind of doesn't. It's really hard to have things that are outside of it, Um, whether that's a relationship or whether that's, like, any hobbies or whether that's friendships or whatever. Um, You really only get your weekends and even still, like, if you finish at 3 a.m. on a a Friday night – you don't really get Fox your weekend Saturday. or if you work six days in a week which happens sometimes yeah you don't get a weekend at all um and so there's like some definite negatives like i think there's a lot of serious issues with the way that things are made i get why they exist um like but i think that there's a way to do it a little more humanely i think that like it just should cost more to make a thing. Like it, things should just like take a little longer. Just do 10 hour camera days instead of 12. And then everyone is like a little more rested, a little more safe. People don't crash their cars at night driving home. Um, But I don't know. And then there's also like the sleep deprivation, but at the same time, it feels like it really does feel like you're at like summer camp a little bit. Like, uh, like it's very, very, very close, close knit with your uh, people on set. Um, and if you like them, that's even better. It's more so you're home than home. Exactly. I mean, you're there more than you're at home. Yeah. Um, which is a little strange at times. And it's easy to get like almost like lost in that, like of thinking that like work is the only thing that matters. But, um, but at the same time, it's like very fun when I find it very fun when like, I'm like, when I have like a lot of background and I'm like, uh, like, if I have like a hundred, I've done like a hundred and fifty background day at, at Bowery Ballroom for like a concert scene. And it was re- it's really fun, like, direct, like, like telling this big group where to go, like how to get everyone to and, to yeah. and from, like how to get them all, like, little prop drinks, how to get them where you need to be. Uh, it's a really, or like, we had a wedding scene on a show I did that was a hundred background and like getting like a hundred background through hair and makeup, getting like a bride and groom through like bridal makeup and hair and bridal dress like and like being the person that's like kind of in charge of, like obviously like there's ADs there's bosses but like like taking pride in being like the person who's doing that is like really fun and I feel like very comfortable when I'm in that position and that makes me want to like keep rising right throughout like that and be become an AD because I feel very very good about myself and confident when I am working really hard and like I'm like multitasking and I'm talking to six different people at once. I feel like very, very confident in that time. Um, So there's a lot of neg. there are a lot of negatives, Mm -hmm. but, and I think that like they're more serious as you grow um, Mm -hmm. and like have a family or whatever. Um, But right now I don't mind.
1: I liked your, I like the car. So like some things aligned For me and what you were saying with, like, earlier how, like, you you want to be an AD. Like, you like the, like, you you just, you dig that idea. And, like, the idea that you brought up of also noticing some things that aren't great and some things that could possibly be changed. Um, I feel like as you do rise the ranks, those could be things that you could, Help hopefully. I mean, there's only so much, uh, there's only I think, so much you can do.
0: I think yeah, something but, that you realize as you keep working in, in sort of any field is there there's only so much you can do, right? And you sort of just like try to work within that. Cause um, cause it's the man but I, but the I do day. agree, like, yeah. I think that like directors, especially like directors, especially have the most control over whether you're gonna make your day a 12 hour camera day or even less, right. like, a really good like. Uh, there's been some really incredible directors on Manifest this season. There's been some really like not great directors on Manifest this season. And you can tell, and the crew can tell um, when they're working so much longer because the director doesn't necessarily know what they want to do or um, or they take five takes at a at a shot where they know they're only going to use that shot for fifteen seconds, five seconds even, but they do five takes of it for the whole scene. Um, and that time adds up, like, and I think it's easy to not think about the consequences of that, but the consequences of going over your day are not just financial. They're also, uh, digging into people's personal time. And yes, they're getting paid overtime, but at a certain point, it's like, you would rather have the sleep and have the safety of being able to drive home safe at night while rested. Uh, so I think that it's very easy for directors to i don't know i don't know i've only worked for like a year right so take this with a grain of salt but i think it's very easy to look at a project as a director and not think about the consequences for the people working on it um right because at the end of the day you're just making like a show like you're just making a show you're just making a movie it's not that big of a deal but like people being safe and people getting home at night and people getting to see their families does matter so i think that's sort of why i want to like be an ad I th- like I think that's what's important, and you kind of got to be a little bit of a dick to be like to do that you kind of got to rush people at their job um, but you also have to express like that you're all part of a team you're all trying to do this while you're trying to get get what you want in the best way possible, but you're also trying to do it in a way that's humane and that's safe um, I don't know maybe my opinion will change maybe I'll become a tyrant. Um maybe I'll just not get there at all. Maybe I'll have a wild career change. I don't think so, but maybe we'll see. who knows
1: Very cool. thank you for sharing um like I said a little while ago. wish you the best of luck. I feel like you're you're doing a great job right now and uh yeah, good luck on good fight um i I'm happy that you said like part of like you had kind of a decision whether or not you wanted to like stay at the old one or do the new one and it seems like with the new one you're getting to do a little bit more i don't know you're getting to do something different which is good because i remember you said the last thing was getting monotonous and like you weren't really growing yeah so it's good that you're doing something
0: new. And it's not as
1: long of a commitment,
0: right? Uh it's till like July. July. Middle middle of July. So like two and a half months. Yeah. Which is like fine. I don't mind the commitment. Like I really liked the crew and cast and everything of Manifest, but um I felt like it wasn't challenging enough. Um and I feel like when I'm stagnant I get a little burnt out. Yeah. Where, where I feel like if I'm learning and I'm growing, then it's easier for me to Push through these days, and like the days fly by. Whereas if I'm just like sitting around doing nothing, it it really burns on you. Absolutely. But
2: sometimes-
1: Welcome back to Missing
0: They didn't even have a break at all. You should really get a sponsor.
1: On the last episode, it's a
0: little late. <laughs> it's a little late <laughs> yeah. to pitch that. Um, we could make a
1: manscaped Joe. <laughs> uh, at one point on Spuds, Joe did like a, a mid-roll manscaped ad.
0: I like that. That was pretty funny. <laughs> he like
1: pulled it out. <laughs> Shout out, Joe.
0: Does Joe what? use manscapes? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of that outside of a podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know anyone actually bought Manscaped, but Joe lives and dies by it. You don't want to nick your
0: junk. You don't. That's what that does. It's like a raisin you for don't. your junk, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, pointing back to like the... I don't know. I was just going to say something, but it might be TMI. I don't know. I'm just, it's the last episode. I'm just going to say it anyway. Um, the... Um, i don't know
0: if i want to say it what is it
1: <laughs> i was just gonna talk about like tr- like trimming my like lower region um and, okay. like,
0: it- give me your trimming origins. Well, well it's
1: just it's turned into like at this point i like only do it when i think i'm gonna get laid basically <laughs> And like the last like four times i've done it like i didn't get laid <laughs> <laughs> so that's just like my routine like it'll like be getting like pretty like nasty down there but like I'm like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Like, no one's gonna see it, so like, who cares? Um, hey, and then- it's <laughs> for
0: you, right? Right. Get you should Th- get manscaped. That's why I should get manscaped. You should. Yeah. Go manscapes. <laughs> this is the, the mid-roll ad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> Welcome back to Innocence Lost. The last episode, for now, at least. I think we talked. Oh, about-
0: you're gonna you're gonna wimp out. <laughs> You're going to have this whole finale, and then you're just going to come back? That's fucked up. You're getting the finale boost without actually having (laughs) the consequences of the finale. You were the
1: one, like, a few months ago when I was talking about ending it, you were the one who, like, made me pull back. I was, but it's not my podcast. (laughs) Stone was the one who told me, he was like, well, you don't have to end it. Like, you can just, like, not put it out regularly, and, like, whenever you feel like putting something out, you can And I think to some extent I might um, if there's any like, I don't know. My
0: question is, do you think the higher ups are going to go for that? The innocence lost higher ups, the network executives, the higher ups. Yeah. Who distribute the show?
1: (laughs) The lovely. um, Yeah. My bosses.
0: Mm -hmm. The suits.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't see why not like more content, you know, but, um, but yeah, no, this is definitely the last one for like a while. Um, and yeah, and I'm happy to have you again. Um, I think you're a fan,
0: right? I listen. A fan. I listen.
1: Nice. Um, what have you thought so
0: far? I feel like it's, a, I mean, everyone says this who comes on, but it is a good insight to like, uh, to like listen in on learn little things that you didn't know about people. The right. Rog episode was really interesting, knowing about his crash on a penny board. Mm-hmm. You know, I I wrote a penny board in college. I had one crash. It was on my birthday, and I just guffed up my hand. Uh-huh. Uh, but that was it. So I I don't know what you were doing, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I th- I think that um, you do get like a little endorphin rush when. Uh, When your name is when you're mentioned, yeah, I feel that. No, I think it's been good. I I think watching it from the mostly not really from the podcast listeners' perspective, but from your roommate and friends' perspective, uh, I think it's been good for you. I think seeing uh, you do these interviews, like you always look forward to them. It feels like it feels like on nights where you record, you're happier, Um, and I think that that's that's a nice thing to see um and a thing that people don't get to see except for me Um, yeah you're the only one but uh, yeah i think that it's true i think it's been beneficial for you um yeah from like a and i can tell like it is like a connection that you get to have to do this um Mm -hmm. and also not just that it's like a service to um our friend group i think it is a little Mm -hmm. bit of a time capsule a little bit of a yeah a thing that we can all look back on, which is a very nice thing to do.
1: Yeah. At this point I I've been saying it's every like couple episodes, I'll bring it up and I'll, I'll say something like, Oh, like, yeah, I'm just, I'm so excited to like have the final product basically like to have everyone done. Um, and just like, be like, that's it. Here it is. Um, and we're there. So like, I, I've gone we're through there. But of, think, I've gone,
0: of, think about where everyone's going to be in five years right wouldn't we want to know innocence lost season two
1: it's possible like i mean it it could be an interesting thing to do in five years just to like uh, compare them Mm -hmm. um but but yeah and it's yeah a, a decent amount of people have listened to it at this point i was
0: kind of saying before 25 people better fucking listen yeah
1: <laughs> if 25 people listen to this episode which i'm planning on pushing this one more so than any i have in a while so we'll get there but uh it'll surpass a thousand unique streams which isn't crazy That's not, not nothing <laughs> it's not nothing like it's it's very far off from like being like where you can get ads for it or Mm. like make any actual
0: money from it but
1: at least it's not
0: but think about it i think that's that's not necessarily the healthiest way to think about it think about it in the way of like these are what an hour each and if a thousand people have listened to an hour of your content that's that's like a long time like a Mm -hmm. thousand hours is what is that like that's like like months. That's like 2 or 3 months. And
1: it doesn't kind of stream unless you listen. I think it's like over 75%. Yeah.
0: It. So like think like the fact that you can that you have told stories and gathered stories that have uh that have entertained people for yeah. this long is pretty significant. Yeah. Even yeah. if it is not like millions of streams. Right. You know what I mean? Right.
1: And yeah. And I and I do feel good about that and I'm happy to just for me personally to just like in the future, just kind of have this thing done, Mm -hmm. have like a, another body of work that is finished and I have memories from and I learned from and grew from and yeah, it's, it's exciting. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next thing, whatever it may be. Um, It might not even be a podcast might be something else. But I know that I am doing the best in life when I am making something. That's good. It doesn't matter really what it is. But if I'm making...
0: Could be be Legos.
1: Yeah. If I'm making something semi-consistently, I'm in a pretty good headspace. And, uh, yeah. So, I feel like I as the show has gone on i've like like i was kind of getting at earlier with rog and like the earlier episodes a little more formulaic a little more let's really dig in to our friendship let's really dig deep back into our lives like get pretty existential like try and do that whole thing and as it's gone on it's definitely gotten more casual Mm -hmm. like it's turned more so into just like fuck it like let's just riff let's just say hi to each other catch up like enjoy each other's company more so um but yeah i kind of want to throw it back i was
0: gonna say but yeah I feel like <laughs> like, let's let's throw let's kick it kick it old it's, school it's very obscure to me when our friendship started yeah i because like i i would consider you my best friend um but like i don't really know when it like i know freshman year we knew each other in school um and before, like, Redling, we probably knew each other, right? I know we knew each other from Xbox.
1: I, so my, like, earliest memories of you are, like, for I think my, I think it, it was either, I think it was in high school. It was freshman year of high school. I, like, maybe didn't have an iPhone yet. I think maybe I had a Blackberry or something. Um, and, like, we, sat with each other like maybe like we had lunch together with like a group um but we would always go to study hall together
0: yeah um in the dungeon
1: yeah and that was like the first time i remember just like consistent every day like yeah we would yeah exactly um you would always play subway
0: surfers yeah and then mike Vitucci was there yeah whose dad was in the mob yeah i think i don't really know
1: i don't really remember but I, i i do remember like like always like trying to finagle ways of like getting some like game time <laughs> like you, you were definitely like ho- i mean it was yours i was big so into it you had the yeah. right to hog because it was your no phone. but i probably hogged too much yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i do remember you having a blackberry yeah yeah brick breaker like, yeah that's, I, that's I, essential
1: i'd be playing like brick breaker and you'd be like playing this sick like iphone game yeah. and you'd give it to me every once in a while and yeah and that's kind of my earliest memory of you um and then I was thinking about it a lot this week because um, we've we've known this was we were recording mm-hmm. for a little bit now, um, and yeah, I think in general of I don't know the my most my main thing in life is art. My like the thing that just gives me purpose is movies and music, podcasting. Like, it's just what I do. It's what I like. It's what I'm going to be involved in for my entire life. Like, it's just my my thing. And I, like, think of you as, like, one of the first people that, like, I connected about, like, movies mm-hmm. and shit with. Um,
0: and well, you were a, f- a film club f- yeah. co-founder. Yeah. The very successful St. Charles East right. Film Club.
1: Right. And I think, like that speaks to i don't know why why we got so close initially
0: i agree yeah. i think that like we had like a common friend group mm-hmm. and then like that that definitely drove it yeah forward mm-hmm. but it is interesting it's hard to like think of specific like a specific right. start point
1: yeah i don't know i would just like mm. i
0: remember always going over to your house for Like, the Dallas Cowboys playoff games that they never won. Yeah. Um, That was always fun. I remember (laughs) playing pool in your basement. Yeah. A lot. Um, I remember going to your, I think it was your graduation party that, uh, I don't know which party it was at your house where your crazy uncle brought a bunch of knives. Yeah,
1: and he was, like, showing them to, like, our, like, British family and shit. That was, oh, that
0: was an electric day. Yeah. I love that.
1: That was cool. Um, Yeah, and I remember just a lot going to your house a lot picking you up a lot
0: yeah because i would always like not drive because yeah, i was lazy i
1: would always drive you
0: around to froth well there's froth. also froth froth, froth was, was a big connection.
1: yeah froth too um yeah man yeah lots of just i think like early memories of just chilling at your pad um your family just mm-hmm. like being so good to me like for so many years um drinking all our milk drinking all the stone's milk um (laughs) yeah and just watching movies hanging out i remember like uh, helping out with your early movies um the guns movie or like the the gun control
0: oh yeah when i when i had a phase where i like thought i wanted to like Right for john oliver yeah and he and he would like notice my little three yeah edgy clips as a high yeah. schooler yeah um and i would get into twitter fights with conservative uh-huh. high schoolers at our school yeah um <laughs> yeah i do remember that <laughs> i forgot about i forgot <laughs> about i forget about those videos and then yeah. i think about them every now and then uh-huh. and i get like weird flashbacks oh, to yeah. them
1: definitely <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and, uh, yeah, and now we're here living with each other um, full. So I feel like we were very close. I mean, like, I think, like, freshman year, that's, like, where it kind of started. I feel like maybe, like, sophomore year to senior year, that was, like, kind of, like, peak friendship. Yeah. Like, we were hanging out all the time. Just driving your ass everywhere we were yeah, seeing movies We really were <laughs> we were seeing movies all the time like um and then we do both god
0: do you remember the uh the soccer game we went to it was like the columbia yeah. the like europa cup yeah. and like it was like super rain delayed yeah. and everyone was like fighting and getting drunk in the concourse mm-hmm. i don't i don't know why but that memory popped up that that was yeah, just that was like awesome. super it was like we drove into the city for it yeah uh that was a fun yeah
1: Uh, like, yeah, everyone was, like, really drunk.
0: It was, like, Colombia versus, like, Costa Rica or something like that.
1: Everyone was super drunk, and, like, there was a long-ass rain delay, so everyone just, like, kept drinking. Yeah. And, like, the two different
0: countries' fans were getting in fights. Yeah. Yeah, it was sick. Um,
1: yeah, a lot of good, yeah, like, sporting memories, too. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, just, like, so many common interests. Like, definitely, like, early connections with art, definitely sports, like, the White Sox. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously. But yeah, then we go to school. So you go to Alabama.
0: Yeah. I remember you were next to me in creative writing class when I had, like, one of my first, like, ever, like, panic attacks. Yeah. That was, like, I had, like, senior year of high school. I, like, so I didn't really know where I wanted to go. I knew I wanted to do, like, film-ish stuff. And it felt like I, like, from the beginning of the process, it felt like I, like, had to go to Alabama because it was, like, free. And, like, in my mind, it was, like, it doesn't – it just doesn't make sense to go anywhere else when this is an option, you know? And then, like, I kind of had, like, put it off and, like, thought about, like, maybe Emerson or Minnesota or whatever. But then, like, the day came where it was, like, the week I had to decide. And I was, like, looking at it in creative writing class next to you. And I was, like, oh, my God. Like, I like what am I going to do? Uh, and then – but then – yeah, you were there, and Zachus was there, so it was like, it was just creative writing. It was fine. Um, but yes, and I went to Alabama, and I'm glad I went to Alabama. I think it worked out well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I went to Alabama, you went to Illinois Wesleyan.
1: Yes. And uh, yeah, and we did we did our own thing yeah. for a while. Like I definitely, like I've, yeah, I've talked about it immensely throughout this podcast, but Did my own thing like first couple years, I did the fraternity thing, like had this one group of friends and that group of friends changed throughout college, ended up having some falling outs. Um, And then yeah, by the end of college, that's when I started podcasting. Um, And I remember being like in contact with you like a good amount when I was like starting the podcasting Like, I remember getting just, like, random bits of advice. I think I, like, sent you early cuts of Mm -hmm. things. Um, And, yeah. And just, like, did that. Met, yeah, the people I consider my best friends in college. um, Like, Tara and Chapter and Kelsey. Like, all kind of came then. Um, And then, while you were in college, you were doing Alabama football stuff. Hmm. uh, Making movies and yeah.
0: Well, I feel like something that I connected with you almost parasocially with was when you studied abroad, cause yeah. you studied abroad the the semester before I did. Right. And, and you made the vlogs. Yeah. Um, and I would like always watch the vlogs. Nice. Uh, and it felt like a very strong connection. Uh huh. Uh, and it like, I think that that was something that I think I wanted to study abroad partially like in my mind, um i had wanted to study abroad while i was in my first relationship from high school into college and then that broke up mm-hmm. uh and then i still wanted to study abroad but like it felt a little more like uh why do i actually want to do this and then i felt like your videos sort of inspired me to be like there like there's a lot of things to do like like to see in the world uh and i think that your vlogs in london really mattered to me and they were like a big like, a big thing nice uh and i was glad that you made those
1: yeah 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 i remember getting a lot of shit about the like the 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 30 seconds oh i would i would always
0: make fun of you for like like you had your your classic (laughs) monologue on the bed and then you would like have about 10 seconds of you just like nodding and being like yeah well and then it would start with like a shot like in the sky and then go down to the street yeah. of you walking i like them though yeah. um are they still <laughs> up? are they still hear. up yeah
1: they're still there um yeah it's nice to hear that you like them mm-hmm. all, the, all these years later no i
0: think they were like pretty significant in like <laughs> nice. making me excited about going abroad nice yeah yeah
1: um yeah and i remember being like in contact every once in a while like you'd send me over a script or something mm-hmm. that you wrote and i'd read it and try and give you comments um I was always very interested in like the projects you had going um i remember being very hyped about the the first movie the like the main the first like main one you did with like the the girl and the guy like the abusive relationship yeah. thing
0: Uh it was not very good, but, but I got I, to. I go remember,
1: to, I remember being very proud.
0: You were, yeah, you were, you were excited about it, yeah. uh, which made me happy. Yeah. It <laughs> was like objectively, like not great, uh-huh. but it got me. Like I was able to go to like Cannes right. film festival but on like that was, that was on like one. on like an asterisk right. submission, but like right. still, like it got me that like uh, ability to do that, which was fun. Yeah. And, like it taught me like how to like be in a group of like. 10 15 people making something and lead Mm -hmm. them um and made me excited to keep making things um and then i think like as i went on the projects i made like i wasn't super happy with but that's okay like i was happy i made them Mm -hmm. um yeah uh i think that like uh what i i think that i learned as i went on that like like i don't really know what i'm doing and it's important to like learn and i think that's why i'm happy like being in a position where i'm learning right now yeah um and getting to see how to do things properly um, i
1: really wanted to see your like your like david lynch ask like it was like the, 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 the i don't know a ton of details but it was kind of about like your anorexia yeah like that movie that
0: like yeah that i never actually edited together yeah. Um was was it shot? It was shot. We shot it all. And I've kind of I kinda have some guilts about not editing it. Because like a lot of people worked hard on it. But like at a certain point it got just like too like I felt like that was a project where when I was in college I like sort of started having an eating disorder. Um with uh just like anorexia and in general wanting to be like thinner. Um Mm -hmm. and I feel in a good place with that now. But uh, like, during it, while I was, like, I tried to make something about that, um, because that's what I knew how to do, um, and I think during that, it actually sort of pushed me further into it, um, which I think wasn't mm. necessarily the healthiest thing, uh, and I think that it was hard to take a step back and realize that, mm. and then I, th- I think that, like, I, uh, when, when I was trying to edit it, it was just, like, a little too hard, and I think, like, I get that. A, it was a little hard because I don't know if I did it exactly how I wanted to. And B, it was a little hard because, like, I didn't want to go back to that place. Um, And I think that's, like, one of those things where, like, you kind of have to put yourself ahead of what you're making. Like, I think that it's very easy to lose yourself in making something or doing something to where you don't really care about your health or your, like, mental well-being. And I think I do that now with my work. Like, I think that, like, it happens to everyone. But I think you really do have to think about yourself and your well-being and whatever you're doing doesn't really matter. You matter, you know? Um, Right. And I think that, like, that made me, like, that idea made me want to write the thing that I wrote that, uh, like won me the money to move out here like a script that that i wrote yeah um that's not like even done but like is like something i'm happy with and like want to keep like working and something that i'm actually like excited about you know yeah uh because it felt even more real you know like the idea of driving yourself into something to where you're like disfiguring your body like Mm -hmm. disfiguring your mind so i don't know yeah we'll see
1: very interesting thank you for sharing
0: but yeah um I think that when we were in college, uh, I think naturally, like, we didn't talk as much. Like, yeah. we talked, like, a decent amount, but not, like, like I think naturally, not that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, moving, I think the pandemic for a lot of our, I think that we are very, very lucky as a friend group from high school that, like, I feel very close with, like, 11. To, I, like, that's an object, that's. A whatever number, but like eleven to like thirteen, however many people there are, friends from Mm -hmm. high school, which is crazy. Like I tell that to people and they like don't believe it or they're Mm -hmm. like, what, what? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Right. Um, but I think that's something very unique and I think that's something that should be like sort of guarded, uh, because it's. I feel real like I can have a really good conversation with like. 10 different people at any point Mm -hmm. um and when we all come together it feels very natural yeah i think that going through covid together kind of helped i think grow that a lot or like helped cement that in our adulthood because we all came back pretty much all of us came back home uh during covid and we didn't really have like anyone to talk to except each other yeah Uh, and I think that while we were in our adulthood, like trying to figure out like life things, we were still together. That made us really solid and core. Uh, Yeah.
1: I like what you were talking about, like with us was the idea for the entire group with college. Like, yeah, we were hanging out with each other so much, like at the end of high school and then college comes and yeah, we all got to go do our own thing. So the pandemic was a great time to just like throw it back um and it was like a long throwback um and yeah lots of discord like chatting yeah um
0: it was also lucky to have a group like that yeah. during that time yeah like i think i think that if i was like three years on later in my life and i was like living alone or whatever um in a new city that that COVID would have been a lot harder yeah i think that like Obviously, it's not good for anyone that right. it happened, but like, I think that all things considered, it was pretty lucky that where I was when that happened, the uh, that I had a lot of things going for me at that time, right? Where it didn't work out in a negative sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of positives to it, yeah. Um, but I don't know, yeah. I feel very happy with where my friendships are from home, and I think that that makes me more comfortable with like. Moving to a city like New York with like with you, but obviously not knowing many people, mm-hmm. um, it makes me more comfortable w- trying to work in an industry where I didn't know anyone in it right. going into it. Like I feel very, I feel very happy where I'm at with my friendships. I don't feel like I'm lacking anything. Mm-hmm. um I feel very lucky where I'm at with my friends right now, That's and, good. and I think a lot of people don't have that.
1: Yeah, and I. I... I agree with you. Um, I feel very good about my friendships too. I think uh, this show is a expression of that. There are so many people I've had on at this point that I love, mm-hmm. um, and I'm lucky to have that many people. Um, yeah, I'd say like, yeah, I got some shit I'm dealing with. I'm not. I'm still working on myself. There, I want to be better, um, and I'm growing. Um, but like something I'm just like, yeah, so stoked about and things that just like, it makes me smile when I'm having bad days is like, I got this solid group of friends in my life that are family and like, I can talk to whenever. Um, and it just like gives me hope and makes me happy to just like think about those people and think about how well they're doing um and yeah and hit them up whenever i want to yeah um
0: like i feel like i listen to like a song that liam made and i feel like really connected to it or Uh like i feel like i hear about like i i hear about just like something paris is doing like going to a sports game or whatever and i feel like very happy about that i feel like uh i i i look at the art kevin is making and i it makes me ha- like i feel really connected mm-hmm. in that way i feel that uh even though like i haven't seen a lot of these people in a long time uh I have a pretty deep connection with them um and that's something that like like it almost feels like family in a yeah. in a really good way
1: yeah word
0: and I think listening to these podcasts has helped make it Even more deep because, like, you get to hear these stories that you didn't know.
1: um yeah thank you yeah we're not done
0: oh you you were starting into a finale there we're not done i scared me
1: i we're not done um but yeah i just wanted to take this moment um yeah to thank everyone again um i know that yeah i feel like people have been looking forward to our episode um i've heard that a few times wow Uh, yeah and i hope uh, we didn't disappoint (laughs) i don't think so i think this is really good um but yeah so i I think we'll get the 25 listens that i hope looking for
0: i want to i want to take this time and i want to flip flip the script okay and move on to you me i want to i want to i want to flip into you okay because i
1: because stalin brought up earlier he's like did you did you think about doing an episode um, about John? So yeah, all, all the titles of the episodes are just yeah the names of my friends. You'll be stellar. I want
0: I want you to tell me about like just some sort of childhood memory. Some sort of childhood memory. Ideally, before you were ten years old. Before if I was you ten years it. old.
1: So yeah, something I talk about like you brought it up earlier about like your memory and being frustrated with it. I have that too. I feel like I my memory is so bad. Um, but before 10, let me think about it. I remember first memory that popped in my head. I remember being in third grade, um, Anderson elementary school. Mm -hmm. Um, I had this teacher named Miss Alta Cruz. Uh, she was like a runner girl. (laughs) She was like a, um, like cross country person. Mm -hmm. Um, and we, had, like, these... She, like, started a runner club in, like, elementary school, which, like, in hindsight is is fun and cool. Like, I feel like that is way earlier. I feel like that shit starts in middle school, yeah. typically. Like, it's pretty young to just be, like, I'm gonna go jog, like, mm-hmm. in third grade. Um, But I remember, like, it was, like, once a month, I think, it would be after school. And we would just, like, jog this course, like, around the like the park in our school, and the park at Anderson Elementary School is like very um, I don't know it's it's in the boonies, as some of our friends call it. Um, and like it's very very wooded um, and very like vast for like a park. like I know the park you had in elementary school was like a it was just like pavement. oh, it was like just a, like a square, yeah, like <laughs>
0: asphalt.
1: yeah, we had like we had like a lot more space. Um, and yeah, I remember she like would always like go out and like with like the, the little wheel that like, it's like the little wheel that like marks distance Mm -hmm. and she would like go around and like make a loop that was like a mile Mm -hmm. or whatever and we would do it. And yeah, I remember that just like would make me really happy. I remember I really like, she was one of like the first teachers that I really liked. Um, and yeah, I don't really like running, but. I did then. So, do you think
0: you liked running, or do you think you liked being in a group?
1: I liked, I liked being in a group, and I liked, our, yeah, just something about it. Yeah, it's like the first like after school group activity I can think of that I did. Um, and yeah, that was just the first like random old memory that reminds.
0: That sounds just like a teacher who like, like. I, I like te- stories like that of That's teachers who are, like, younger kid teachers yeah. where typically, like, I feel like kindergarten, first grade, second grade teachers don't make too many memories on their kids. But, like, when you do something special like that, yeah can. like, my third grade memory is uh, at the end of third grade in Mrs. Hillegas' classes, we went to her house and had a pool party. And I just remember, like being so excited. And I remember the other class cause there was two third grade classes in, uh, our elementary school being so jealous. Mm. Uh, and I think that was the first like sort of class pride me- memory that I have. Mm-hmm. And I think that like memories like that are very interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Teachers are t- teachers who go the extra mile are cool.
0: Do you think you would want to teach ever? Yeah. I sort of find myself in like I think that if I wasn't doing what I was doing, I would like to teach. Um, And I'm not saying like I couldn't do that in general, but I feel like I really like working with kids. I think that Mm -hmm. like working with kids is so fun and interesting and like hard Um, and like working with kids and parents Mm -hmm. uh, and like sort of managing those like relationships. Like when I have like a background day with like 15 background kids like it's so cool Mm -hmm. like it's it's really unique and like like you get to like you don't just like get to like fist bump a little four-year-old in real life right but like i get to do that all the time at work you know what i mean like i get to like give high fives and have secret handshakes and whatever and i think that that's really unique and cool and that's an aspect of my job that i really like that is cool um
1: i really want to be the uh i think like yeah, I just want to be like the cool high school English teacher, mm-hmm. you know, who like shows kids like sick movies. Yeah, and like, uh, and like coaches baseball or whatever. <laughs> That'd be pretty tight. And like, I remember when I was younger, being like, "Oh, like, so much of it is like a money thing. Like, they just don't make enough yeah. money." I would take a. 40k salary well that. new york teachers actually make <laughs> and they a significant do make it yeah amount. they do um,
0: um i think that uh i think that if i were a teacher i would like to be the third base coach of a baseball team <laughs> because being the third base coach in our softball team brings me great joy yeah it's fun it brings me great joy <laughs> um john and i play in a softball uh rec league we do and um I'm, I'm a big chirper yeah i got a verbal warning you did get a warning last last game game. to calm to cool my jets yeah uh that was funny (laughs) in our (laughs) and i i was like the 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 ump was like only one person can be out on the line the third base Mm -hmm. coach so i just like pushed everyone aside because i knew i wanted it Mm -hmm. uh and then we had a hype play and our whole team pushed out to the line and the ump came over and was like, this is the last time I'm warning you. Yeah. Uh, and then he was like, you know who I'm looking at. You gotta stop it. Right. But our ump was cross-eyed. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was totally cross-eyed. He's totally cross-eyed. So he was <laughs> looking at everyone. Um, you know who I'm looking at. You know who I'm looking at. Nah. And I just had to we turn don't. my back and walk away <laughs> to not make a comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I don't know who you're looking at. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. That I, shit was funny. <laughs>
1: but yeah that's that's kind of what we're doing nowadays um i feel like that is in uh, with how much you work i am happy that we do get softball softball is really fun
0: like sunday night softball it's something i really look forward to yeah because it's like i get to let off steam i get to like i get to like yell at a pitcher on the other team yeah like what the fuck am i doing yeah like i get to like like just excessively do everything. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love chirping. Yeah. I love it. It's so exciting.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, we're going to go we should go to a baseball game. I'm just going to chirp the whole time. <laughs> That's the best fans that chirp. We're trying to go. Meme. We should get seats in like the outfield like near an outfielder
1: and yell at an outfielder. And, and yell at him.
0: My dad used to do that. With I want to do that. I'm going to be that person for well, sure.
1: One time my dad my dad told me a story about how uh um he was he didn't, like, go into, like, what exactly he was saying because mm-hmm. he said it was fucked. <laughs> so, I don't even want to know what he was saying. Um, <laughs> but he said the dude, like, turned around and gave him, like, the, the suck it crotch chop. Like, just like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, my, mo- my mom and... Uh, it's looking like there's rain in the forecast. We'll have to see, but we're going to a Yankee game on Saturday. Oh, really? If you're interested. I'm I'm interested. Cool. That could be fun. We can, we can talk about it. Um but and then we'll definitely do like the game with your tickets um with Lee mm-hmm. too cuz she has that too um, but but yeah so we're um we went on, like a bit of a tangent we were talking about we got pretty emotional about friendship in general a little while ago um and I think we were we were kind of making the transition I think from college into the pandemic um we So, yeah, the whole group got closer. We rekindled a bit more. We started talking more. Um, More phone calls. More just, like, catching up with each other's lives. Um, I was living in Chicago Mm -hmm. with Chapman. You were
0: one of the few people who was living not at home. Yeah. During COVID.
1: Yeah, I moved, like, I was in St. Charles for, like, a few weeks. And then I was with my mom for, like, a few weeks. And then I was just... I needed a way out <laughs> and luckily chapter brought me in, which was nice. Um, and yeah, lived there for like a year um, or less than that, like nine months or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that time you were doing freelance work. Um, we were chilling every once in a while. Um, and then you went on your trip. Yeah. For like a couple months.
0: I went on a like four or five week like camping road yeah. trip with uh Marco, Sam, Liam and uh Maggie. Right. Uh my ex. Mm-hmm. Uh and we like went across it was a pretty like large camping trip. Like it was. we went from like Chicago was north up to like Washington area. Yeah. Um and then down the coast into like Yosemite area and then through to like Utah and then like Yellowstone and then back. Um And I hadn't been, I hadn't like spent a night in a tent in probably 10, 15 years before Mm -hmm. that. Um, I was a a straight up child the last time I had slept in a tent. Yeah. So going from that to 30 days of, excuse me, of tenting. Yeah. was interesting. And like five people, it was a pretty big car, so it worked. But like five people in a car got like, it's a lot. It's a lot. But it was really, really fun and really cool. I'm glad we did it. Yeah. Um, that's good. I think that it was like something that like seemed sort of, uh, difficult at first, but like really was quite easy to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's the case with a lot of things like, yeah. yeah. And then I want to know your thoughts on, cause we moved together, you and I to New yeah. York. Yeah.
1: So what I was just going to bring up is you got back from your trip Missed all you guys, like I'm excited to see you. I like linked up. <laughs> I like linked up at your um, sisters, like like homecoming pictures or something like that. Oh yeah, and uh, Ken Stellan like made a fucking comment before I showed up. Like oh like John John's totally gonna like step in that dog shit, <laughs> <laughs> and like I, I stepped in the dog shit. And you totally did. It was like. a <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was fucked up um my boss but uh we didn't
0: we didn't <laughs> we didn't warn you yeah
1: but uh but anyway i remember <laughs> like shortly after that uh, <laughs> i like drove uh, like i we i, I don't know what we were doing that night but we were just booing um and i like drove you and maggie to like back to like your place or whatever mm-hmm. and i remember when that's like when you just like you like Physically asked me like you we were like hey like do you want to move to New York with us? And my my first instinct was yeah like I needed to think about it obviously um, I thought about it for I don't know a couple weeks maybe and I was like fuck it yeah I'm gonna do it um, this sounds cool uh, rent rent was cheap at first yeah um, and yeah we went for it. Um, it was five people at first, Mm -hmm. um, you, me, Maggie, Molly, you dash at this apartment, a block down the street from where we 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 are now. now, um, the, the old digs, um, we
0: three, three, eight Melrose, three,
1: three, eight Melrose. I remember, uh, honeymoon phase for sure mm-hmm. things are pretty awesome
0: <laughs> yeah at first but um, it we it was interesting we moved like in the middle of a snowstorm in february yeah. in like before vaccine right. COVID in new york yeah so it was really weird it was it was um, a really weird time and like i moved without a job um yeah. so that was like stressful and yeah. whatever uh and like it was just a weird time yeah um very weird time um
1: and yeah, and we just started started hitting it. Um I started the, I started the cast. Um you got consistent PA work. Mm-hmm. Um we started a garden.
0: We did. We started a podcast. <laughs> we started a garden, garden
1: podcast. Um and uh yeah. Good ta- some good times, some not so good times, um some growing pains. Um end of a relationship mm-hmm. sucks. Um, definitely like thinking of like the, the idea of, so I dealt with this with Steve, a best friend in college. Things are great. And we started living with each other. Things were not so great. Like we ended up having a falling out. Um, and I would definitely say like, yeah. Growing pains with us, I would say, occasionally with just like just the nitty gritty of like the dishes and like me breaking your shit. And, Le-
0: like, leaving the leaving the stovetop on. Leaving
1: the oven on, leaving the door open, like a good amount of like the idea of just like you have this best friend that like you have a great relationship with uh, with and then like you go to the day to day
0: annoyances tough. <laughs> it's tough. with that person i'm not a very good roommate here i i admit it i'm not a very good roommate because uh-huh. i like don't have much time to like clean up right i feel like i like take a lot of pride or at least here this is my mentality here i take a lot of pride in like cleaning up my room here i don't do too much shit for the apartment mm-hmm. which is a negative i take out the trash right. and then i clean the dishes every now and then but like uh-huh. i don't do that much you know yeah which is not that good mm-hmm um but but i'm also not here that much yeah but like yeah i don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i definitely think yeah there was some getting used to yeah for sure. each other and also like the idea of like you being in a relationship and me like sometimes being uh the the third wheel in yeah. like bickering or uh you and i were talking about this Yash and I had dinner at this restaurant um, on Friday called Cheryl's which is like a, like a soul oh, yeah. food restaurant that I like went to when I was like, had like an amazing experience and like, I was like really like, I really wanted to go back to it and like show my friends and like, it was going to be like a fun thing. Um, and I remember you being like down to go there too. But like, anyway, we were I like, was pretty pro. Yeah. <laughs> it was me, Nick and Maggie. And like, we just had like a horrible day <laughs> just like <laughs> walking around, arguing about like where we were going to eat. Just like the, <laughs> like the dumbest like <laughs> argument. Um, but so, and I
0: probably got way too heated. Yeah, for it like I well, we I all do that. did. Yeah. I do that. Yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, so shit like that. But I feel and the move too. So then we ended up moving, uh here. That was stressful. It was just basically just I mean like we had a little help. Just like
0: forty trips walking yeah, a block like, and a half with yeah. shit.
1: Basically, just me and you, just putting all our shit on our back and just like moving thank god we stairs. had the dolly yeah
0: the dolly crazy. like oh my god yeah <laughs> one of my like coworkers gave me like a wooden little like roly dolly uh if we didn't have that it would have been like hell on earth yeah so so yeah that was stressful too but
1: now we're here um we were settled at this point mm-hmm. it's been
0: three months now four months we moved in january 15th so three months three months um yeah definitely
1: feels like home um yeah now now we live we have another roommate and we have another roommate yeah his name's brendan yeah
0: yeah he's cool he's from everyone who's listening to this podcast knows who brendan is yeah it's Brendan Benvenuti. Yeah, he's a um, cool guy. Brendan actually knew, like, moved to was moving to New York and found out that we were here because of this podcast. Yes, that's why we have Brendan as a roommate. This yes. podcast specifically. Yes, you can tell more mm-hmm. so about that story.
1: Yeah, he just like, I feel like we were we were we were boys in high school. Like he was my he was my catch partner in high school. Um, I feel like I, I may have brought this up, but I feel like I didn't fully fit in. With like my high school baseball era, um, but Brendan was always someone like who I could just like talk to on the bench, mm-hmm. like when I didn't have anyone else to talk to, um, and I like appreciate him a lot for that. Um, and we it's just we were tight, but we just went to different schools and different friend groups. Just stopped talking, like no, no reason, just natural, moving on in life. Um, and he listened to my baseball preview with Kalen mm-hmm. he said um and then I think maybe he listened to other ones from that um yeah found out I was in Brooklyn um and had an opportunity to move out here took a job um and initially just asked me for general advice just like hey like gonna call you like moving out here like where where should I move um general advice blah 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 I'm moving out at the end of January. I'm like, oh, we're moving out at the end of January. Our vibe was like...
0: We were potentially going to get like a two-bedroom.
1: We were going to go two because we didn't really want to deal with the stress of finding someone, dealing with a rando. Um, But I think we said something like, oh, if someone falls into our lap.
0: And like having a third person would have meant we could get a nicer place.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and he... He was. He wanted to go the roommate route. Didn't know anyone, um, and
0: it worked out perfectly. It worked out perfectly.
1: Um, he's a great guy.
0: He's a very good roommate. He brought an espresso. He, he's a very good roommate. He, he, he
1: brought an espresso. He's very tidy. He's very tidy. Um, yeah, I got a I got a dishes comment.
0: You got a dishes comment. Yeah. Wow. I got I to be better. Hey, maybe you got to be better. <laughs> I don't
1: know. But it, it was the nicest dishes comment I've ever received. <laughs> it was very. He he like like he like prefaced it for like 30 seconds yeah he He's does like, that i love that very much so like totally not trying to be a dick at all not like, trying to be a dick at totally all. totally but, but fine.
0: that that bowl actually doesn't go in the trash can <laughs> right. we can reuse that if you watch it right right
1: um i just want to check the bulls one really quick
0: wow i'm actually curious I feel like you would have gotten a million texts from Paris. The Bulls oh, lost. Shocker. What score? 96-80.
1: Uh, 90,
0: yeah. not. Did they cover? It was 10.5. They did cover. Wow. Great teams cover. Good teams win. See red, baby.
1: Good teams win.
0: Great teams cover.
1: Um, I also just got a text from a
0: dog walking client. My dog is dead. What did you do?
1: I have to go out of town for the week. No walks. Fuck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I could use the money. (laughs) That's okay. Um, Doesn't that mean they need more walks?
1: uh, It's going to like a sitter. Oh, lame. They have like a sitter.
0: Lame. Yeah.
1: Anyway, um, what were we talking about?
0: Uh, I don't know. Brendan?
1: Oh, yeah. Brendan. Uh, Yeah, Brendan's great. He'll probably listen to this. He listens to most of them, I think. Mm -hmm. Hi, Um, Brendan. Hi, Brendan. But, but, yeah, oh no, we were just talking about like oh we're we're current, basically we we were saying that we moved we we dealt with the the early like, yeah, really good friends taking the step of living with each other, yeah, the hiccups there, um, yeah, and I feel like we're at a good place now, um, yeah, you're a very important person to me, um like I was kind of saying earlier like i don't know i was trying to make the point i was making just to like about art and stuff like i don't know yeah just like a very yeah one of the the first people i think of that just like i connected with on that level and like i think of you as like why i'm here i mean it is physically why i'm here in new york um and also just kind of like why i'm podcasting why I love movies, why I am am who I am. Like, you're definitely very integral to that. Um,
0: Well, that's interesting because I feel like uh, you're, like, I I always kind of see you or have seen you as, like, you're the person who's kind of more into movies than me. Mm -hmm. Like, I have been into, like, what, like, making them means, but I feel like you, like, know more about, like, like, you've definitely seen more movies than me. You, Mm -hmm. like, definitely care more about, like, critique or like the the actual like finished product than yeah. me so like hearing about like your opinions like is really important and like also like you like w- get the opportunity to watch more like so i take your recommendations pretty seriously mm-hmm. and i think that like having you as a friend has been like inspiring that way
1: nice awesome well i'm very happy this finally happened um sad sad but Sad that the podcast is over. Um but also
0: dot dot. Dot dot
1: dot. dot. It we'll, might we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe maybe it'll come back. I don't know. Um <laughs> but yeah, it's it's time. I, I don't have any I don't know. I, there are obviously more important people to me, but there's no. I'm I'm done talking to my friends. I don't know. You're right. And I've if people like,
0: want more, you know what? They can listen to the garden yeah or which, spuds
1: yeah spud
0: spuds s- spuds feels like it's on the up, up swing. Mm-hmm. uh the garden feels like it's on the downswing <laughs> yeah the which garden, is uh oof. yeah yeah there's I, still th- garden related topics there for us are to yeah
1: there there are no like plans for a new garden there is like. not
0: we have not talked about the garden in a long time <laughs> Um, and we were talking about the physical garden yeah. uh, a few hours ago, and we were thinking, oof, I don't know if we want to make a physical garden this year.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Definitely, like, no matter what, we're going to do the Madison Square Garden Yeah, episode. for sure. That'll be, like...
0: I think we should do hockey. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I hate hockey. Hockey will be... But I like funny. the Rangers. Hockey will be funny, I think. Yeah.
1: um, but But, yeah, and maybe... I don't know we'll attack i love i said that Rog was the best podcast host potentially um but i do love riffing with you yeah so in my yeah in my quest for a new podcast idea you will be in mind we'll see what we can do yeah we'll figure it out um but yeah we've gone for like an hour and 40 minutes or so
0: no one's gonna listen this far (laughs) If, if you're listening this far, Joe Verner, can you text me that? Text me, text me, Joe Verner, or whoever else is listening to this. Uh, text me what your favorite item is for takeout at a Chinese restaurant. For for takeout at a Chinese restaurant, what's your go-to? That's what I want to know, I, and then I'll know who li- who listened to this. I
1: fucking love crab rangoon. I'm a
0: big. I, I'm a so general great. so's guy. Crab Rangoon's are, are great. I'm a General Tso's guy through and through. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm a General Tso's guy. So nice. text text me what your favorite Chinese food takeout is. Cool. And then I'll know who actually listened to this part. Right. Nice. Um, Heck, you can even throw John in if you want. You can make a little group. Yeah,
1: why not? Why not? I'm curious.
0: And then, and then you know what? I'm going to order whatever someone texts me. I'm going to order that and I'm going to tell you how it was. So go crazy.
1: So we're gonna have a lot of Chinese food. I'm gonna have a
0: lot. Well, I'm probably gonna have like three dishes because no one's listening this far. We'll see though. Maybe we'll I'll see.
1: have maybe I'll have twenty five. Maybe maybe this will be the one that goes this, viral. This goes viral. <laughs>
0: and I'm just my number is six three zero eight four two eight seven eight
2: seven. Wow.
0: I don't know if I should have said that. <laughs> we'll see. You're doxxed. I'm doxxed officially. Oh well. Nice. <laughs> um yeah
1: it's it's over i i kind of don't want it to end
0: oh are you scared I'm sad are you sad I'm a little sad
1: it was a good yeah it was a good run thank you all again um i love you all and uh yeah i have a playlist that i've been building too so like all of the music
0: Oh, I'm gonna have to put it. Oh, I'm gonna have to put in a lot of music. I haven't so even long. thought of the music. Yeah. I swear to God, John, if you put "Jacked Up," I'm gonna kill you. I don't want "Jacked Up." Okay. Good to know.
1: <laughs> that's my only. I was gonna put a Weezer song for sure. Yeah. I couldn't think of which one, but.
0: Fuck it. You can put it if you want it. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but but yeah, there's gonna be like a like I've been building a a, a playlist of like every song that has been in the show. So Ooh. that'll be done completely. It's like six hours.
0: Six hours? Yeah. Jesus Christ. So that's that's a of, lot of songs. That's kind
1: of fun. Um so I'll share that with everyone. Um yeah. And until until next time. I'll 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 be in touch about new shows. Um I'm thinking about it. But yeah, need a little bit of a break, a little bit burnt out of casting. Um so to take a little break but i have this new gear that hopefully is sounding good it's the first time i've recorded with multiple people in the same room with the stuff so if it's we'll not per- if it's not perfect sorry but it will be next time it <laughs> too might bad, not be too bad it's the last one um, <laughs> but yeah i'll uh i'll hit everyone up when the next thing's starting and i hope you i hope you join me in the future Um, and yeah any any final words
0: love you johnny thanks for doing this love you too
1: nick
2: and
1: that's a wrap wow
2: if i gave a second to a second thought i'd watch my youth slip right through my white eyes if I told you that I loved you That would be a guarantee That there's nothing Or no one else for me Oh, I can't be in charge Of breaking hearts That ain't a job but girl, don't you Make a monster out of me Oh, I'm trying to try my best To write the words into phrases Phrases from all the phases All for you i'll keep living you can stay i don't mind the company babe just know i ain't old enough to say that what i have is what's ahead oh you're the one until i'm dead i'll kiss your lips and i will bless your brain i'm a jolly roger darling dodger bane We know my mind ain't right A late bloomer I took Boomers trusting me's a cautious game You ought not to play And my heart ain't in my chest Stomach's always a mess I'm nervous young Always obsessed with something new And soon all I'll do is sit And whine and write to you While you're off Wishing your thoughts far from me Still I'm trying, try my best to write the words into phrases Phrases from all the phases, all for you I'll keep living, you can stay I don't mind the company, babe Just know I ain't old enough to say That what I have is what's ahead Oh, you're the one until I'm dead I'll kiss your lips, I'll bless your brain I'm a Jolly Roger, darling Dodger Bane